Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Oof, journaling is fire. Journaling is, and I, I don't, you know, I use journaling just to shift the energy. I don't journal about my day. Like today I did this and this. I journal, oh. I journal about how I'm feeling yeah. and, and what, how I want to focus Yeah. or I'll, I'll write about my day, how I want it to go. It's playful. It's like a way of playing. Yeah. Obs- observations, putting them down, man. Exactly. I love going back and reading it. So one of the things I did once, once I hit my, my first year, I went back and I read everything because I was being gaslighted. So Mm -hmm. I would write it down and then three days later, they would change the narrative on me. And then I would go back and read it. And I'm like, no, that's not. And I'm like, that's how I figured out what gaslighting was. That's like, fuck, I didn't know of being gaslighted. Mm -hmm. But when I started writing it down and journaling the night, I'm like, what happened? This is how I feel about it or whatever approach because I have different styles. Um, Yeah, that's how I learned it. So I got access to, I got access to freedom. Through journaling. Journaling, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Well, let's do an Instagram live about journaling sometime. Whenever you want, I'm all right. Awesome for fucking days. I can already sense that, so I'm down. I'm I'm willing to play on your team, man. Let's go. <laughs> I like empowering women, so that's my jam. Like, if I want to come, that what I'm doing now and what I'm planning for my future, I have a bunch of women around me, and it's just empowering them. We and women, we're a force. You are, dude, anybody that can multitask, look, men cannot multitask, but women can fucking multitask. Right. I mean, you look at Ryan Coolidge, the film director. Yeah. He surrounds himself with powerful women. He is a smart man. Boom. Points for him. I love him. And he's, he's, look at where he's come from. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most of my teams are, are women and there's a sensibility that happens inside of that. One, I get to always have that side of the conversation, which is a huge contribution. It is. My favorite part, which I think some men have, but not not the majority. I think the majority, if you were to to rule in favor of, would be women for uh, intuition. Mm. You guys come with this pre, like, that's like that super VIP package that comes inside. Yeah, you're just pre-built. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Especially when you're you're more in tune with yourself than your intuition is even yeah. sharper. I learned about that. I read this book um, called Practical Intuition by Laura Day when I was in high school. Oh. Because I was looking at, because I was, I was just exploring, like I've always been like a um, self-help and I've always looked around in those areas. And it was a phenomenal book. And I think Demi Moore had written the the forward to it. Oh. And it was just like a like a clear guide is like understanding how you guys process, how you develop, how you listen. And it really comes down to listening because men don't we don't listen. We'll you know we'll be lost and we won't ask for directions. We'll we'll do a lot of these things. I think men have the ability to listen. It's just learning the skill and having the interest in learning the skill and seeing the value in the skill. Yeah. Instead of learning stats of football players and basketball players, and you dedicated that time towards being a more effective communicator, life as a human being becomes a lot clearer. I'm a little biased that way. I agree. Yeah. Right. I think we all invest 
our time and energy into what we see value in. Yeah. And I look forward to the time when society sees more value in feminine qualities like listening yeah. and empathy. Mm-hmm. It's happening now. It is shifting. That's yeah. exciting. It's happening now. I, I work in the film industry, as I said earlier, and I've gone from seeing one woman a decade directing to now I have about in a year, maybe about 20 out of 40 directors that I work with that are directing. That's exciting. Yeah. Very encouraging. Yeah. So I'm super stoked because I'm seeing it. I'm also seeing women in crews. So it went from 1% and now it's at about 26%. Okay. With my crews, I can't speak about the entire, I don't know, like don't hold me to some kind of poll or whatever. Like my crews and my crews are anywhere between, you know, 40 to, to 200 people. And yeah. And to see that percentage, I'm just, I love it. I mean, love it. I love seeing that because it's about time, but you know, and, and seeing men championing that seeing yes that's creating space for it yeah and allowing it and making sure that when they get on set they know that hey i got your back right yeah not just allowing it but seeing the value yeah great value yeah and most of my my favorite directors are my female directors fucking love them that's wonderful yeah it's really good it's you know it's a turning of age so i love the i love the fact that when we got an opportunity to to see what damage has been done and then say, okay, right, let's change it. Let's change the conversation. Let's alter this. It doesn't work. Why right. keep the same practice if it doesn't work? Shame-based mentalities don't work. No. They don't work. They don't work. So we're getting to the end of our conversation. And okay. I always I always like to propose something. Okay. Right? Because it's divorce, so let's let's have a proposal, right? Let's okay. Create a new commitment. Okay. If you had the opportunity to talk to Sadie Marie before all this happened, right? If you had a, a chance to have a conversation with her, you went back in time, you now, to you then, what would you say to her? When is the then? Whenever, right before all this. You can even go back to when she was a little girl accepting all this, because we've, you know, we went off of, we went off on a tangent and, and into empowering. So you choose whatever Sadie, how old she is. Just let us know the audience, how old she is, where is she at? And then just, what would you say to her? I would say, uh, I, would, I would speak directly to my 20 something Sadie around relationships. And I would say the best investment that you can make into any relationship is the one with yourself. Because if you are completely content with yourself, you will not need someone else to be so much to you, which isn't a healthy expectation because it leads to a lot of disappointment and um, a lot of internal pain. So focus on yourself, love yourself so much, make your life so rich and juicy and delicious. Focus on healthy relationships just in general. Allow yourself to date and date and date and have so much good sex have so much good sex with yourself too not just with partners and be freer be freer sadie marie because it's all going to work out for you Mm, delicious 
with that guys um i give you sadie marie we laughed we cussed we cried did cry a little it was happy tears as my son would say happy tears yeah happy tears happy tears um thank you thank you for being a guest for exposing yourself to the platform absolutely absolutely amazing thanks for the safe space always Mm -hmm. and for you guys thank you for listening and as always be courageous be vulnerable because it makes a difference and we'll see you next time this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable so i'm challenging you share yourself and your story be courageous be vulnerable it makes a difference